Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 75 of Up and Down Golf Podcast with your host Slim, my co-host Benny Golf's Benny. What is going on today? Off day. So we're chilling. I'm feeling good. Terrific, maybe. Throw that Ooh, one in there. Okay, that's better um, active than, than in the past. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, so just soaking that in, enjoying it, uh, the time off. It was like a three and a half day weekend. Kept busy. Um but yeah, kind of laying low today, which has been nice so far. What about you? Yeah, same thing. Tried to play some golf this week. I had a wedding. Tried to play some golf this weekend. Did not play well. I'm into a funk. I got the club championships this weekend, so I got to figure it out here uh, quickly. Very, very quickly on uh, how to get it done. Sounds like we had some sort of common stuff between our weekends because I played Friday and Saturday, and both were pretty ugly, to be honest with you. But how about the I, whole vlog? The whole vlog. That There's was whole vlog the with the tripod. The, that was the best part of Friday. Funny part is I didn't even use a tripod on that one. To be fair, you just hand, I you did. Just I did hand. mess. I mess around or I mess around with it a little bit. Um, but then like when I was playing on Friday, like we were gonna do one for like a par five, and then I realized I'm like I don't really want to set up the tripod for five shots yeah, yeah. or like potentially more, like probably more. <laughs> you gotta set him up in the trees, like you're hitting a hazard. Gotta put it, get like the rubber boots on the thing. Literally, man, try to hang it around a branch, a branch or something. See me messing about in a bush. <laughs> what but, what uh, app did you use to get the tracer? The shot I have tracer like. Yeah, like the shot tracer. So did you app. take the video from that or do you upload the video? I upload the video and I mean we can get into this a little bit. Yeah. So I decided I'm like, okay, par three blue way easier. And then I was like, I'm yeah. also playing with three of my buddies who have no problem just recording, so I'm just gonna use them. <laughs> yeah. So I did. Um luckily hit a good one off the tee. Um, if you saw it, it was not bad. No, it was um, good. It was actually going right at it too. We were joking right before, like, imagine getting a hole in one, like the one or a couple times we decided to record. Um, and I do we hit it. I was watching mine. I'm like, holy shit, like this is actually going at it just a couple feet deep. And then it honestly stayed on this, like it's pretty downhill for the first like half of that green. So I thought there was a chance it was gonna come back too, but it didn't, but whatever. And then I got up to the green. I was like, shit, I'm like, I just had a great shot, but people are not going to understand how greasy this putt is because the KV greens are fast, like lightning. lightning KV, right? what is that? King Valley. Oh, that's where that was, King Valley? Yeah, yeah. And they're lightning Ooh. quick, right? So I had a like, straight downhill slider on this front pin, and I didn't hit the best putt. I missed amateur side, but at least it was up at one point kind of thing. And then, But then I got nervous, man, because I had like – three and a half four feet coming back and it was like pretty much straight up the hill and i honestly barely made it but yeah Imagine so whatever that oh it would have been real tough i would have posted it because that's just kind of tr fair enough like that's how i play sometimes so but oh, i got really? to work you don't make sunday. cars all the time and better <laughs> no no not at all and uh i sat at work on sunday morning and uh i don't know during the time that it's quiet there when i'm starting like i just started editing the video a little bit and it took so long because the shot tracer app was pissing me off. Dude, I the shot used... tracer app is, dude. Yeah, it is pretty dog shit. So I was using a different app to like put some of the words on it and like just trim it to make it one video because it was obviously like three, I guess, or four separate videos in the one. And uh, and then I realized I got to Instagram that like Instagram can do like all that shit basically for you. So like you don't need to do it through another app, which I remember big mo telling us and shit like that i just i i didn't acknowledge it at the time 
And uh, so, yeah, it took me like an hour and an hour, like an hour and a bit to like actually get the whole video together. And I feel like I did pretty good. Like the final product was, I, I think, nice. Yeah, it's better um, than mine. Yeah, yours was just sped up is like really fast, which I mean is good for all those ADHD people like you, you know. So well, I also didn't do a part three; I did a part four, so it was sped up. But I also th didn't think people wanted to spend fucking forty five minutes watching a video. You know? <laughs> yeah, it was like forty seconds or less. You also get to double the reels, right? So you get the if it goes quicker and they, they watch, watch it the again. second time, you get two for one. You yeah, know? you're you're greasy, you're greasy like that. But yeah, so that was kind of fun to mess around with it. The tripod will be super helpful. It's honestly sick. Uh, it's got like that little Bluetooth remote, so I can like start and stop videos from a distance and stuff like that. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and it works, which is was shocking because it was like thirty bucks off Amazon. But um, yeah, so whatever. Played okay at King Valley. Like had one tough hole, and we had drinks for everything. It was eighty nine, which honestly, there, I would say is comparable to like an eighty five ish. Because I think slopes like one forty. Uh, we play like the second furthest. We don't tip it out there, but we play like what it's like blue or golds or something it plays like 18 probably plays like 67 maybe 68 ish yeah but yeah tough course man like those greens are nuts so i was 89 or whatever played okay and then went and played glen abbey on saturday so that was there a, or can you um, go play there regardless like can you just is I think, it public or you i don't know exactly how it works i got out with byfield because he he got a membership this year for club link so he he hooked us up with a time and then uh, me and Harry and one of the other buddies went. Um and it started sick, man. It was a straightaway par five pretty much to start. And we were playing honestly, it might have been the tips that day, but they're normally like the second furthest. I think it plays like same sort of thing, sixty-eight. But the par fives are not that long. Mm -hmm. And uh we all like hit okay shots off the tee. And I don't know, I had a sick wedge shot in to like five or six feet barely missed it uh made par so two of us made pars and two guys made birdies i was like damn this is a good start and then shit just went downhill so fast i went nine on nine i hit a, is that a par shot. four or par five it's a par f it is a par four um five it, over par yeah Ooh. dude it was it was nuts so there's like you it's didn't, like you didn't want to tripod little, that hole i no not at all it's like a dog leg left a little bit or that's what it looks like off the tee and i didn't really look to see what club i need to hit so i hit a three wood because i thought like driver was potentially danger and uh i had an okay three wood just to the right fairway bunker but i get up there i'm like holy shit man like i could have hit driver and like it turns this way over a pond i'm like i'm so screwed i had 190 in to the pin roughly from this bunker and i honestly flushed it it just overdrew because there were some really bad winds up top and it pushed me into the water i was like damn that's tough so i had to drop short of the water and go over again and i hit this piss poor like nine iron or something yanked it landed. Nine? no no well it looked like one maybe but <laughs> wasn't supposed to be bounced off the right side of the green like there's a little rough area bounce off it went back in the shit back in the drink but i was like at least i can drop over there but at that point man i'm chipping greenside for like what is it i don't know six or seven and i uh, hit a pretty shitty chip and then made like two pots or something like that and i was just in shambles so then i got an eight the next hole too because at this point i just have no Ooh. confidence i couldn't get off the tee that was my biggest thing like anytime i pulled i didn't have one good drive the whole day but actually that's Callaway. a lie <laughs> no apparently it was the only round i've actually not been able to hit my driver thus far so i'll take that because i wouldn't have been able to say that with any other club at the moment is it but, tight there 
Um, no, like the front nine is so wide open. And I was trending like bogey golf, which was whatever. And then the nine absolutely screwed me. So like 45 for a course in there played, I'm not going to bitch about, but, uh, yeah. So I just like, could not hit a tee shot, had the yips on the tee, but 11, luckily the one where I posted on my story, I was standing over 11. It's a super cool hole up there. Like you're hitting down in the Valley and, uh, hit a good drive there. Actually, um, me and Harry hit it side by side. And then we both threw darts into the green. And then I made my birdie putt, which was a slider and just trickled and I was fired up just because I wanted to get something like to feel good about at the end of the day when you're playing for like 220 bucks. So it was tough, but uh, it was a good time nonetheless. And that was kind of my golfing experience. Wow. That was yeah, it's a roller coaster. Good. Yeah, no shit. Huh? <laughs> That's good. I'm glad. Uh, I guess I'm, I'm glad you're, maybe trending better maybe figuring out what the issue is i, I don't know no I don't know no golf game's trending worse golf game's okay. trending worse but the vibes were high that's the way well I you're it. used to your like three week august break where you just say i'm done with golf and then you come back in september for fall golf so you're not that far <laughs> off yeah exactly it might just be that time <laughs> yeah unreal all right well uh we get into this past week then i guess we get the Wyndham championship uh sedgefield country club great track played it not a big deal. Uh, <laughs> Lucas Glover wins by two over Russ Henley. Henley kind of choked down the stretch a little bit. Um, Glover, man, that guy's been around forever. 512 PGA Tour starts. Yeah, he's no young buck. No Hello. offense. Five-time winner. That's Well, that it now is a five-time winner. He's one major. He won the, 20, or the 2009 U.S. Open, which is pretty cool. He's made over 30 sheets in his career, which is obviously great. Some couple fun facts about him. Loves the Clemson Tigers. Must be an LSU guy. And then get this. He's an avid reader, loves thrillers and mysteries, and read four books during the rainy week of the 2009 US Open, which he won. Or read you four crushing books. four books in a week, dude, that you're trying to win a major? Dude, I, I finished one in 23 years now. <laughs> yeah, dude. What a what an insane thing. Anyways, and good for him. I mean, he had to come, I think, T3 or better to get into the playoffs. Obviously, one, so got into the playoffs with that. Um, pretty good week for him. Pretty emotional yeah, no after two, talking about how he wants to spend more time with his kids and stuff. And uh, yeah, that video of them on like the 18th green after he won was pretty pretty special to see. Yeah, that'd be goddamn tough, especially when you, I mean, had some success. What's that? <laughs> Nearly 13 years ago, roughly 13, 14 years ago, and yeah. then kind of coming back around to win this. There's probably a little bit of a rocky ride in between there, and like you said. He's not the youngest dude. His kids look, I guess, fairly young, but still probably not being there too much with them growing up. Like, it's going to wear on you. So, I mean, good on him for finally getting that dub back in the circle, I guess, right? Yeah. And now to the more pressing, you know, note of the uh, <laughs> of the week. Our bet, dude, I said T18 or better. He came to 12. That's his bet, dude. That's the bet. No, that wasn't the bet. Ready? We have it. I'll play it right now for you. I found it because... I, I was like, I forgot what our bet was, kind of. It was, and I, and I it was that he was going to... Okay, okay, before we play this, it yeah. was that it came out that if he came T18 or better, he would be in the FedEx Cup playoffs. I said he would be, be better than T18. Um. So, yeah, it did come out, and they said T18 like 18 or better, he's in the FedEx Cup playoffs, which I don't know how that was so blatantly not true yeah. after this happened. I don't understand that I don't know who was doing the math there news. and releasing that's, that stat. That's a lot. Like, it's not like he came 17th and it's like, ah, <laughs> no. he didn't get it. Like, we're talking T12. 
Yeah, that's he's a, that's like five spots. Yeah, it, it it's and he's yeah he still missed. So, but this is what I have as the final remark of what our bet was from last episode, and I'm gonna play it here for you. We'll just do this because I'm not gonna unit shame. I don't want people to unit shame me. But if he makes it, if he comes top twenty and qualifies, I'll give you twenty bucks. If he doesn't, give me ten. Okay. So so I guess we did the virtual handshake. We did the virtual, but I guess technically then it we wasn't specified right. good enough because you said if he comes top twenty or better, and if he gets in, yeah. So I was betting that he was coming, obviously based off. You know what? I think the guy that screwed us over on Twitter that said he was going to come T eighteen to get in. It's his. It's his. Yeah, it's his <laughs> issue because, I mean, I technically I think one that one. I mean, either way. I'm disappointed because I thought he was going to get in. And I yes. think going back to flagstick guys, I think if that flag sticks out, he makes that chip. Yeah. I, uh, I'm trying to remember. I watched it. It like hits it, it. I was watching yesterday with my cousin and he was like, dude, I think if that flag sticks out, it goes in. And I honestly, we re- rewinded it, watched it. I think it would have went in. Like, did it touch it? Like, really? It did, yeah. It touched it. It kicked it, and then kicked it right. I think it would have just, like, plopped. Like, it would have dropped almost right in the cup. Now, it might have popped yeah. really up, but I think it would take a lot more than that to... Uh, yeah, it looked like it was a little like bit checking. of spin just, like, nipped off the pen, like, from what I remember, too. So Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, anyways, it, it, it was tough for him, too, because he eagles 15, hits it to, like, 12 feet, makes the eagle putt. Then the 16, it's a, it is a tough part three. Um, but he makes bogey there, which is just tough. Mm-hmm. And then, and then hits it in the pine straws on 18, almost gets it up. And then obviously chips it in or chips it up. Like we we're talking about and does his big, do you think the, like the fall was a little dramatic and like on the, the hook meme? Shot? I, no, no, no. That's that I think is fine. I'm talking about where he chipped and then like dropped to his knees. No, I didn't see, I haven't seen a meme or anything about that. So I honestly don't know if I saw a few, I'd probably think it's a little dramatic, but. Oh dude, the way he drops is like. He like drops to his knees and then like slowly like falls back, but doesn't want to like fall back. So he kind of like like kind of drops He's back, leaning and then, like, over his up. heels. No, he no, he kind of comes back fully and just like lays on his back on the ground and his legs like he's like he's got the ha- his hat over his head. I don't know. Yeah, for yeah. me it was just a little dramatic. I, I think I know he wanted to get in and I know it was close, but it's like it I is a know. lot of money too that he's going to be missing out on. He doesn't like, give a probably. shit about the money. You don't think so? No. Like even a little bit, not even, dude. Not even a zero second chance. He cares about the money. <laughs> I think he would a little bit for sure, dude. Because that's not like pennies. Like playoff playoff golf's not pennies. Like they're making good money most of them when it comes to playoff time. Like yeah, good, I think if you good. get in, you get an extra five hundred k bonus. No, yeah. Like tell me he doesn't care a little bit about that. I think like, he cares if, more about the Ryder Cup than he does with that. Yeah, that I could agree with. I think he cares about both, but for sure the Ryder Cup. Which is nuts because now there's debate between Bryson and JT, and obviously <laughs> Bryson shot sixty one fifty eight this weekend, which is pretty nuts. I don't care what tour you're on, but apparently yeah. JT gained more strokes against the field with his sixty two at the Travelers earlier in the year than Bryson did with his fifty eight. Now that's not downplaying a fifty eight. He had a fifty eight no. with a bogey. I mean that's pretty good. Obviously it was a par seventy, um, but begs the question: Would you rather have JT or Bryson on your Ryder Cup team? JT for sure. Why? Well, is Spieth not gonna is Spieth gonna be on it? Yeah. And it looks like Ricky as well. Yeah. So that alone is like my personal favorite reason on why I would want to have him. Cause I think that's really, really entertaining. Um, just because they're kind of like buddies and I don't know. JT, 
he's like he's a big American guy. Like he just he loves that shit. I'm sure DeShambo is as well, but like just for the past few years or big tournaments, international golf play, like he's kind of always one of the big faces that come to mind, right? So I think just not having them there would be a little bit weird. Um, and then I just don't love Bryson. So like it, it kind of washes I, that argument for me. I think for the team aspect, JT is definitely way better for team chemistry. And like, you know, he's been there. Obviously Bryson's yeah. been there before too, but he, and he played well in Ryder cups. Um, but I don't know. I think there'd be a lot of people. I think either way, if he gets picked or not, or doesn't get picked, there's going to be people up in arms that other guys should have deserved it. And like, he's only getting it because of his name. But I mean, you see that a lot. You see that a guys with like other leagues and contracts and they get money or they get deals because, you know, they have the experience. They, they've played well in those scenarios. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's a tough kind of little, little stretch, but yeah, hopefully it'll, he gets in. Yeah. I hope so too. We'll see, but that'll be interesting. And I'm sure guys will be going absolutely nuts on Twitter. If, like if Bryson gets in, like this would be so funny. Like even DJ will be out of it. Like between the three of them, you think you think it's still JT? Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. Well, because you could like even this past week was just I well a whole other reason. I think this past week was big for JT. It's because a big part of those kind of golf tournaments and events is being clutch and like to be in probably not probably but the most important event of his career or not career that his season this past week. Like he he did what he was supposed to or supposedly had to do, right? He came in the top eighteen, and he did it with a lot of clutch clutch shots and clutch golf. And I think that matters a lot when when the captain's making that kind of pick, you know. Well, that's why I want to know who the fuck because it was like very publicly aware, like known yeah. that like he came t eighteen, like he was in. Which I, I I'm just speechless right now on how to figure out. Yeah, I don't know where it is. I thought I well, saved, it could uh, like be because tweet. guys like uh, um, I didn't could be play because guys like Glover like just came out and won. Like I bet you they were like, oh, if this person wins and this person comes in the top ten, that's like the only chance that's not true, kind of thing. Like I wonder if there weren't like a lot of play. big names in this event. No, there so I don't get where they would have got that from, anyways. But either I, way, I mean, it, it was tough. Good ending. Um, I guess we'll just carry on from there. But I guess, mm-hmm. I guess to go into it, you think it's bad for the playoffs without him in it, or you think it's it is what it is, and that's the whole idea of golf, and you want the best seventy guys that can be there. It's definitely the idea of golf. Like you need to earn to be there. It makes sense, and the guys that did earn to be there deserve it. But um, in terms of just like the more casual fans, there are probably a lot of diehard JT fans. I could totally see that. So for them, I'm sure it'd be sick to have him in there it'd probably draw a little bit more attention um and he does have the capability of just going like stupid low and going on insane tears so just not being able to see that play out is going to be kind of shitty for a fan what's crazy though dude is like what other events can he play in i don't know do you think he just what well if it was you what would you do like say you're in his boots you have all his money you have all of his um, well this is the thing like if you weren't going to be on the Ryder, if you weren't going to be on the Ryder Cup team, I think yeah, you, I don't know. You obviously want to get better, but like it's not like you can go play anywhere. And like the Ryder Cup's the twenty fifth of September, so the next three mm-hmm. weeks we'll take it into September, and then I think there's a fourth, like the final, the Tour Championship is like basically the first week of September, and then there's like two weeks where you'd basically be traveling out there probably a week before playing golf. So yeah, 
I don't know if he can play in like DP World Tour events. Like, dude, he's got to stay in tournament form because I don't think you can just go out there and unless he wants or maybe where he is right now mentally or where he is with his game. He claimed his game wasn't that bad, which, I mean, you can go one of two ways. Obviously, you know, I, I don't think they're ever as far bad as they think or, or is it ever good mm. or or there's, well, that was a messed up sentence, but <laughs> either way, I don't think it's as bad as, as he, he thinks he is or he knows. No, he, like a is. couple 80s as a pro is never a good thing. But like it's not like he was shooting eighty every round. He normally had had a bounce back round of like a low seventy or high sixty. So it's, I think, is more a consistency thing than it is like, oh my game's actually shit right now. So I mean, but yeah, that's an interesting question. Like I don't know where he would go to play to keep informed if the, that was something he was trying to do. Do I think the only way he could do is go and like play on a DP World Tour? Yeah, <laughs> maybe Which is a uh, ton of travel, couple of even... live contracts. <laughs> <laughs> Just see how she goes. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I I think he would take a couple weeks off. I think he'd try to do some good practicing. Maybe maybe change some if he wants to change something, change something. But if not, just continuing to build off what he's doing. But I I think he's going to be in a couple events somewhere because I think he just needs to. I don't think he can go off from now until the twenty fifth of September without playing a tournament, and then just inject yourself into the Ryder Cup and just get some invites well. to go play in some club C's, go win some club C's as a guest. Yeah, some member guests. Yeah. He can join us on our tour. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. the dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it will be good. I think it's good for golfers. I think that's what, that's what they, like, this is what I think it's cool, but like that are not cool about the elevated events next year, like the designated like eight events or whatever it is that the top 15 mm -hmm. in the world, like he technically was still qualified because he, he didn't come top 50 in the FedEx cup, but it's, or yeah, but it's top thirty in the world rankings, and he's twenty six right now, so he's not yeah. going to lose out on three ranks. So he'll get into those events next year. But that's where like it would suck. Like you're telling me a guy like JT, he let's say he had a couple like really bad weeks that pushed him into like thirty two, dude, he wouldn't be in those events next year. Yeah, like and that's bad for the tour, which they mm. probably didn't see coming. So I, that's where I just think that's they got to change that, man. I hate the idea that. Well, like, another thing to mention, did he like play in? A lot of tournaments this year like did he think maybe early season that like it wasn't even a question realistically that he should just be in playoffs so he took like some weeks off and then that you're losing out on fedex cup points like i wonder if that maybe came back to bite him in the ass if it's true i don't know like i said because i didn't even think of that until just now but oh, like a lot of the big names take weeks off and it's like because they don't need to normally worry about it especially money wise but i wonder if he got screwed by doing something like that fedex cup point wise well for sure if you played another event I mean, even if you make a cut, he probably gets it. He only lost out by like seven points, right? Yeah, that's literally the matter of one more event. Yeah, and he had, uh, let's go results this year. Season. Oh, I think for sure, dude. I don't think he was thinking that maybe down this, like that's why he played in these three events. He wouldn't have that's been in this what, yeah, event exactly. at the Wyndham if he if he didn't. But exactly. um, he played in the 2020 to 2023 season. Yeah, he played in, why is it like this? Sorry, my I gotta get a new Mac, man. My my laptop's so bad. <laughs> it's all good. It's just freaking loading. Anyways, I think he did. I think he definitely changed his schedule to like the tail end. I think he had it originally. He was playing bad. I think he then was like, okay, no, this is gonna be fine. And then I think in the last like six weeks, he's like, holy shit, I'm gonna have to play in these last Panic three mode. events to, to figure it out. Yeah, because he had six missed cuts this year. He's played in twenty events. So yeah. 
he definitely that's could have less played than more. half. Less than half. He had 10 top 25s, 14 cuts made. He had three top 10s. Pretty nuts, though. He had three top 10s in 20 events and 10 top <laughs> yeah, 25s. Yeah, like that's <laughs> And he's outside 71st in points. Yeah, so he totally just screwed himself, for the, like, in my opinion. <laughs> I yeah, think he, he kind of played... He played the C in 2022 to end it. He played the CJ, the Heroes, which are like basically those two tournaments. Then he played Tournament Champions. Then he played the Farmers Insurance. He basically took like he, he heavily had his schedule at the beginning. Like he played like one, two, three events in March. He played two events in he April. Want to have a late summer? He wanted to kick back or, and relax a bit in the summer months, you know? He yeah, he basically played two <laughs> events a month. And then in July, played the 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 Rocket, the Genesis, the Open, the 3M, and the Wyndham. He basically Jeez. played five months in like six weeks because he, he was like, holy shit, I'm not going to do this. So, yeah, he definitely yeah. could have changed his schedule around it. To, um... Yeah, that's an interesting angle to look at it. I honestly didn't think of that until we started talking about it. But, I mean, we yeah, can move past. he's 25th past on the world golf rankings. So, that's, like yeah, said, well, he's gonna be where playing. that adds up, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, um, why don't we get into the uh, the golf ball rollback that you wanted to talk about? Yeah, just kind of more of an update there. It, it went ghost mode, at least in my opinion, for the last little bit. But um, it's kind of one of the more um, highlighted things in golf news currently. Um, that PGAs, which is professional golf associations across the world. So like whether that's New Zealand tour, freaking Canada tour, all that shit. Um, they kind of came together and sent in a memo to USGA and then the RNA, uh, just kind of expressing their opinions. Um, so essentially, one of the quotes right now from the memos is, as we all know and have discussed at length, golf is currently benefiting from global surge in interest and participation. We fear that the proposed changes could seriously interrupt the current momentum in the game and be fundamentally damaging and detrimental in the long run. So basically, that's pretty clear that they just don't want it to happen. Um, they're using a pretty good excuse in the moment that golf is growing. So, like, why would you fix something that ain't broke? Um, and all that does really right now is just tell the USGA how they're feeling because USGA is not making any moves at the moment. They're currently in a state of gathering opinions only, essentially. Um, so they're kind of waiting here from all different parties, not just PGAs, um, to see what the feedback is on the idea. And then they're going to take action from there. So... Kind of a good step dude, in the right direction if you like me and, and you don't want it to happen. But and dude, there's after that becoming public, there's no way the USGA is doing a rollback. Could you imagine the players having to use a certain golf ball for the PGA like tournaments and then have to go use a different golf ball for the for the majors? There's and yeah. like the US Open and all that. There's no way they're gonna do that. It, this basically shuts the door on everything. There's not gonna be a rollback and carry on with our lives. Yeah, I think Which I, I agree. I'm in favor. I, I don't want the roll. I don't <laughs> want the rollback. Yeah, yeah, so. exactly. I mean, huh. that's kind of the one piece. And then another cool piece from Golf News, which I mean, we talked about this around Canadian Open time. Um, it kind of sparked from my experience uh, with the score bet doing a bunch of like in-game betting or live betting when you were at their tent. Like you could scan the QR code and bet on like closest to the pin for every group that came by that you're watching. And I was like, that is freaking sick. I had a blast doing it. Luckily made even a couple bucks, but uh looks like FanDuel, who's the actual partner for the PGA tour um, is making some changes and updates to their um, accessible markets for the FedEx cup playoffs. So starting in the first tournament, which is this coming week um, they have 
Oh, hang on. I got to pull it up on my phone. That's why I left the note for myself. God damn. Look at me. Oh, boy. So among the new offerings now available, the FanDuel customers, they got longest drive, closest to the pin, hole-by-hole scoring results, and other shot-by-shot markets. So for me, the longest drive, that's a really cool one, and I haven't seen that anywhere yet. Um, okay. And it'll be also be kind of sketchy. Like I guess they do measure every single drive to to the exact amount, but I feel like that's crazy because it's like, how do they do that so fast? I don't know. It's it's interesting, but like you're gonna be able to bet of, on like for the day or for per group. No, like it, it should it should be like hole by hole. So like, well, yeah, and they they, they should know the, that. And like, you're minus one fifty to hit the ball further than me. Essentially, I wonder though, like if that means you have to hit in the fairway or if it's like actually just oh, the longest no, distance. You're gonna have to hit, no, I got to hit in the fairway. Come on. Yeah, I, I would think so, but some things you have to check out. But I think that's super cool. Um, especially in playoff time, like it's just another angle um, to add to fan experience um, and some pretty hype weeks of golf. So I'm looking forward to dabbling in some of those markets. Yeah, especially like, you know, I guess you can always bet on like the next birdie or whatever, but like mm-hmm. in hockey, you can, or football or basketball, you can always bet on like the next thing that's going to happen where golf, it's kind of yeah. like hard, like actual per shot. Mm-hmm. Um so that's going to be really neat. Like, especially coming down the stretch, you're watching with your buddies or whatever, and you're like, ah, you know, I think this guy's going to hit the fairway and let alone the fairway hit like the longest drive or closest mm-hmm. to like, it's definitely going to add a different perspective to things and, and be yeah. more engaging in the actual moment as opposed to I feel like right now with golf, you kind of place your bets for the week and then you just like let them, let them sit. Yeah. You're itching to the end. There's not you much let them marinate. action in the middle. Exactly. Where That's this is like, point. you're throwing spices on, you got the Q rock and the flames are going, you know, the beer's getting cracked. I don't know. Just Gotta a throw lot. The tater tots in the oven, make sure the timing's right. You know, yeah, I went exactly. through that today. Exceptional timing, by the way. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, there's a couple, couple of news pieces I wanted to cover just to uh, keep things spiced up from the, from the typical, you know, Nice. All right. Well, you, you mentioned uh, the Canadian Open. Why don't we get? Why don't we dive into that quickly? About um, they're moving locate. They're moving like the actual golf tournament. Have you heard about that? No. It, is yeah, it not cha- Hamilton? No. Yeah, but they're changing the date of it. Oh, okay. So it's yeah, getting I, moved. I it's getting that. moved. It's confirmed May twenty seventh to June second in twenty twenty four. So it's going to be a heck of a lot, a lot earlier than it is. Normally it's, well, no, I guess normally it's the June 7th week. So not that much. It's only like a week, but, um, it's going to be before the Memorial. So it's going to go the PGA championship, the Tr- Charles Schwab, Canadian open, the Memorial, the U S open, the travelers. Now the Memorial and the travelers on either side of the U S open are, are elevated events. So are the, they na- next year as well? Yeah. 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 Damn. So, you're going to have the RBC, which is obviously not anything. And then you're going to have an elevated event, the, a major, and then an elevated event. When I first heard that they were two weeks for the US Open, I was like, that's going to be sweet because mm-hmm. a lot more guys would play it, take the week off, and then go to the US Open. Yeah. But now that, the, that mo- most guys, if they're since they're elevated, are going to play three weeks in a row, I almost guarantee a lot of them will not want to play in the Canadian Open. I know. And yeah. to put it on top of that, dude... May 27th, look at the weather we're going to get. Like, I bet people at Hamilton won't be able to even play golf before the Canadian Open at all because they're going to need the course in pristine condition. And we get yeah. some shitty weather, dude. You are not going to be able to get that course in the conditions they need it to be to play at a PGA Tour level. So I think it's going to be a nightmare for that side of things, let alone getting players there. Just having the course conditions and the weather be good for guys to want to go play. 
Yeah, damn. I think you're right. Cause that was my initial reaction too. I was like, oh shit, like they're finally not putting it right before the US Open. Like that sounds awesome. And then I was like, oh, maybe they make it elevated. Like that would make sense. And then uh no, you kind of just shot that idea down by telling me more about it. That's real shitty. Cause I, I agree with you there. I don't I don't think they're gonna draw in a big crowd. And and the golf will be sketchy. I think it will be obviously good enough to host it, no shit. But yeah, the members will not be playing much golf before that. Dude, no way, because it, it probably opens regularly like May 1st. Well, you're not going to have public, well, not, not public play, but member play it's out. Cool, yeah, yeah, dude, it's going to, I think it would, it would I don't know if they're going to be happy with that or like, I don't know when, when Hamilton agreed to it, if they knew that prior that it's like, hey, we're going to mm-hmm. bump this up. Um because having an event take place in May in Canada is just risky in general. <laughs> Seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, the course would be, I think, in really good shape. Like, that'll be prime. Like, it's a, been a couple weeks now of, like, it's been in good shape. And then if they really don't keep anyone or, like, they don't have anyone playing on it, then they can, uh, like, really just use momentum from it starting to grow in and then just make it exactly how they want to have it. Yeah. But, yeah, but I would fair. not be probably happy as a member. But then yeah, again, I, like you're not getting interrupted mid season, which I feel like could kind of suck too, you know? Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. I just think a lot of people have the itch beginning of May to go and golf, but it is yeah. true because like by the beginning of June, you basically have your golf course back. Yeah. And the they'll the know summer. once this is finished that their course is going to be in the best condition like already. Like it's going to be immaculate after that tournament, you would think. Yeah. So maybe they will like it. I don't know. I'm just talking, yeah. I'm just talking from a Mike, you know, <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> but I, it's going to either the Charles Schwab or the Canadian Open is going to be the big, like either guys are going to go play the PGA Championship and then play the Charles Schwab, then take a week off and then go into three like big events mm-hmm. or the PGA take a week off and then go into four big events. I think it's going to be the first thing I said where they play the PGA, take or play the Charles Schwab, take RBC off and then play the three big events. Yeah. Four weeks in a row for big guys. Are, that's a lot. It is a lot, but they can also just load that, load that up, and then, you know. Well, put it this way: like, look at JT's schedule last year. He didn't have he didn't have more than three events in one month the whole year until the end of the year when he had to get in the playoffs. Yeah. So he's not doing it again. Yeah. Well, that's the only good thing though. It is an RBC sanctioned tournament, so I mean, they get a lot of the guys. They have to get a lot of the guys anyway. It's really just the extra pieces, like the Cam Smiths and stuff that we got a couple years ago that we're still going to kind of miss out on. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure. Um, I want to get into uh, handicap. Remember, I said I was going to break down a little bit of the handicap for people. Yeah, yeah. So I did some research on this lovely Monday afternoon, and I'm not going to go into huge detail because, it, like, you just get in like a worm, like a literally like a YouTube worm of just like <laughs> here to there, everywhere. And the next thing you know, it's five hours later, and it's rabbit dark outside, and you're like, yeah, rabbit hole. Yeah, thank you. Not a worm, wormhole. But <laughs> I was a kid. Um, Okay, a lot of this is going to be basic information, but basically there's some stuff that isn't. So obviously your handicap is your lowest 8 of 20 rounds. A lot of guys confuse that. It used to be 10 of 20, but now mm-hmm. it's 8 of 20. So it's going to help you a little bit to get lower because it's only taken 8 as opposed to 10, yeah. which I think makes a big difference. Your handicap index. So if you have a Golf Canada app, which most guys do, you know when you log onto your page, it gives you two numbers. It gives you the handicap index, and then it says low index. Right. So... Your handicap index is a portable number that represents your demonstrated ability. So basically what you should 
what you should shoot, like what what your ability is. Like you can shoot a like I'm a four point seven, so there's basically you know you you should go ahead and shoot basically five over. Yeah, technically, but when it comes time to tee it up, that number is converted to a course handicap. So this takes into the account for the difficulty of the course and tees being played. So in theory, a lot of guys give their handy their handicap index is their handicap, but it's that's not really the truth. Your your handicap index. In theory, depending on the tees, I would say if most clubs have four tees, you have your tips, your let's say your tips, your blues, your whites, and your reds. Let's say if you're playing from anything better, like further back than the whites, your handicap, the course handicap is going to be higher than what yep. your index is. If you play from the whites or lower, it's probably going to be the same as your handicap index or lower, just based right. off the course conditions um, and what you were talking about, slope, rating, things like that. All right. So to find your course handicap. Now, if you have a golf can app, it will automatically do that. If you type in the course you're playing, the tees you're playing before you hit go for your round, it shows you when you're about to pick the T decks, what your hand course handicap is from each deck. So when you're playing your buddies, make sure you, you, you know, before you tell them the cap or maybe mm -hmm. you have a buddy that likes to sandbag, you know, Check you look course. at his cap because it changes based off the T deck, which is obviously huge, right? Like mine varies yeah. from basically like, I'll use the example that I'm going to use here at Tango Creek, but if I'm playing the top, the, the top deck, I'm an eight. And if I play the bottom deck, I'm a one, like a plus <laughs> one. So yeah. that's a big difference. Now, obviously I'm not going to go and play the reds, but you know, that eight to my 4.7, that's a lot. If I'm telling the guy I'm a five, well now I know I'm really an eight. Like I should get three extra shots. So just yeah. be, you caution that your course handicap is the one that actually matters in, in events and rounds and things like that. Mm -hmm. The way you get that, if you don't have a golf, like can't like you don't have the golf can app is you legitimately take your handicap index and then you multiply it by the course rating divided by 113 i don't know why they get 113 but it's 113 so that will give you mm -hmm. a number um and then you add the course rating which is generally what the guy shoots so if it's a 75 rating a scratch golfer shoots 75 um from that t deck at that golf course right yeah. that makes sense yep minus the par 72 so if you take i use the example at tangle creek which is a course in barry i'm a four point put down 4.6 so i multiply by 139 that's the slope divided by the 113 that golf canada gives you plus the 74.7 which is the course rating minus the par which is 72 so it gets me at 4.6 times 1.23 plus 2.7 so that leaves me at when i play that golf course my course handicap is an 8.22 so around two and eight huh right interesting your low index, so that's the other initial um, number you see when you log into Golf Canada. Like I said, yeah. your handicap index. Your low one is the lowest handicap index you've had over the course of 365 days. Ah, so it, it holds I don't actually that. even know that. Yeah, it holds that for you. So my low is a 2.3. So that's going to change pretty soon because I think it was last year that I played really well for a good <laughs> 360 like, days ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's slowly getting out. Not that I had to do this segment now, not, not next week. <laughs> yeah. But um, so that's basically what it's saying that over the course of the year. So then you can really see if guys are sandbagging too because if a guy has a really low one, then it jumps really high. It's like, oh, you've obviously added in some scores or you've just gone on a JT bender and just completely screwed things up. <laughs> Dude, no, that's not even really true because I think if you look at mine, like my low was like, uh, like I never varied much between like a six and like a nine. Yeah. And I, I've had some very, 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 very ugly scores over like a two year span, a year span. Okay. That's fair. 
That's so, fair. Yeah. Well, and and here, so this you can is also this catch is, it if they're really being like fucked for sure. So here, here's another thing. They also have a soft and hard cap. Now I'm not going to get into the actual definitions of how these are, but basically the the algorithm behind that was a big word. Algorithm mm-hmm. behind the app is it prevents you from going. You know, if you have a really great round from jumping up like six or seven spots on handicap or vice versa, you have a bad round, you know, it spikes you down low. Um, yeah. You know, it makes you jump from a six to a 12. It's not going to do that because there's, there's certain limits that it, it will only take. That's why they have the two caps. And then lastly, to kind of, you know, wrap this thing up with the handicap dog, a lot of guys get talking about, oh, I don't know if you do, but I got buddies with, oh, I can only take a double, like just put down a double, right? Yeah. You heard guys are triple or whatever, right? Yeah. So what that is, is the highest score you can take is a net double. So if you're a scratch, in theory, you, you, the highest score you can take on a hole is a double. Right. Because you don't get any shots. If you're a one, technically on the hardest hole in the golf course, that's the only hole you can make a triple, and it won't adjust your score. And any other golf hole that you play, it'd be a, you pick, you could pick up, pick up after a double because it's, it's going to adjust it for you anyways. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, so I'm allowed, essentially, uh, I would get like, well, if I play off the eight, I'd get eight holes where I can make a triple. So next time your buddy that's like a five says, hey, I can only take a double. No, actually, you can take a triple unless it's on, you know, uh, I guess five of 18, 13 of the easiest golf holes. Then, yeah, yeah, you would only take a double. Interesting. And I still never do that shit. I don't know about you. Do you ever do that? It's funny. I, this is the, this is my thing about it is it's meant to adjust it for a reason, right? So yeah, it's going to adjust it. But if I, if I have a triple where I make or a quad and I can only make a double, well, then it, it's kind of adjusting your score because golf, it never know the algorithm never knows that you made anything more. So it, it's not adjusting it for you. Right. So to me, the yeah. whole point would be is that it's going to do the adjustments itself. You just put in your golf scores and it does the work because yeah. you're kind of fraudulating your scores. Yeah. If you exactly. just say a double. Totally. You buy a lot potentially. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Buy a lot. Yeah. So I agree. Just let the system do its own thing. Yeah. Counter strokes. Yeah. So, anyways, that was my uh, handicap talk for the day. I don't no, know if that was good to know, man. That was or not beneficial, but all informational to me. So I'm sure it helps somebody else, you know. That's also impressive, Jake, that you're able to run through the, all that math. Like, I, I just learned a lot about you there today. That, that's crazy. You did? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that nice. was you, that was impressive. Yeah. You, you want to hear some other uh, math stats? This is the quick slim stat for you because I know yeah, we're kind of low low because my brain's like kind of exploding at this point. Okay, what percent of amateur golfers hit the ball two hundred and ninety yards plus? What percentage of what golfers? Just amateur any? golfers. <laughs> like nobody. <laughs> Um, like one percent, two percent. Okay, so let's just say one point five. Sure. Okay, what percent of amateur golfers think they hit the ball two hundred ninety yards plus? <laughs> like, and like, be honest, like that's a no. This is like legit. Like I know, there was, I a, know. There was a thing. Like, so don't just say oh ninety percent of them. Like I'm like actually no, like thirty percent of them probably thirty to thirty five. I'd say thirty thirty five. Yeah. Okay, so thirty two point five. We'll say <laughs> yeah, okay. Sure. So amateur golfers that hit the ball 290 plus, 0.05%. So 0.5%. <laughs> and this yeah. would be, I would say on average, it didn't state if it was like, obviously not just like one time, 
you got a buddy. Hey, I'm part of that 0.5%. No. I hit I hit it downhill, downhill. Like wind. someone who hits their driver and is like, oh, yeah, like I, I carry average. it 285, 290. Yeah. yeah. Get this. The number of amateurs that think they do hit it 290 yards plus, 61.25%. That's so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that means if you talk to someone, there's a great chance that they're lying. Oh, yeah. There's a, like... <laughs> very good chance they're lying and that's not, i can't wait to bring that stat to some of my friends some of my buddies are like 18 handicappers are like yeah like i hit my driver like 290 295 i'm like they, they don't <laughs> i consistently hit my drive like 265 270 with actually with the new paradigm not a sponsored ad but great driver um and great customer service um <laughs> i can get up to like 285 now but that's like if i hit it really good yeah, yeah, like my definitely, best definitely more like two. I'm like the two seventy, two seventy five range now with the with the with the paradigm upgraded from the TaylorMade stealth, stealth, with who I was yeah. consistently for like a year and a half hitting it like two sixty five, no different, just all the time two sixty five. Like, and then I got buddies telling me they hit a two ninety as well. It's like, yeah, man, I've played a downhill par four with down slope and hit it two ninety before as well. With a and it hasn't rained in path. three weeks. Yeah, skip off the cart path that hasn't rained and there's no rough at this course because it's a muni. Like, yeah. Nice. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Anyways, I thought that was kind of just more of a funny. I know there was a lot of uh, stuff we were talking about on a serious note, but that, I thought I'd just chime that in there just to, yeah. you know. That is jokes. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to snip that and take it and keep it in my pocket so then I can whip that out whenever I need. It's good. It's good. All right. Well, let's get into this week. The playoffs. FedEx, Jude, or St. Jude Championship, TBC South wins the first leg of the playoffs. Who you got with the Benny? Oh, by the way, we're back in talks with Ben Stamp. So that could be coming big time soon. We'll let you guys know what the next steps are with that. But I know. I think that, it correlates with us winning too because uh, ever since we kind of uh, took a break yeah. there, I, we just have not really been able to string together a win. No, we haven't. No. Um, one of the questions I have to ask, because I'm a little bit stupid, um, the strokes, like there's no advantage in strokes yet, right? Like that's only for the last tournament or? Yeah, it's only for the last tournament. Okay. Thought so. Wow. Shit gets so serious around this time of the year. Um, that's crazy. Patrick Canley is like a fourth favorite. Wow. I know, dude. It is nuts. I don't like that either, but he is icy in playoffs, man. So damn um do you do you have your two favorites because i'm still kind of pondering a few names buddy of course i got my two favorites i'm going with my boy xander shawley oh my god and i'm gonna go with tony Fino. no i wanted to say tony Fino, but i'm not i'm gonna go with uh ricky F no 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 sam burns top five <laughs> That's crazy. Sam Burns off five. Okay. Okay. Um, I really like Victor Hovland this week and do, 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 do. Tommy Fleetwood, my two my two dogs, which is crazy. Tommy Neither Fleetwood's of us touched anyone done. in the top three. Yeah, yeah I, I think mean, he might. I don't know. I, I have a I think I think it's gonna be a little weird. I think the top three guys just don't get it done this week. Like Scotty, John, or Rory. John. Rom. <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting to see. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be hopefully like you know, we a lot of the majors this year have been anticlimactic. So hopefully we get some good uh, finishes in the playoff. 
and mm-hmm. kind of go from there. I, I like these ones. I, the last event where they do like the separation, I'm not a huge fan. I get they have to, you know, figure that it makes out. Makes sense, but yeah, it just sucked watching it. Um, but this week should be good. Pretty, pretty excited, honestly. And then, dude, it kind of like it's kind of cool we get the Ryder Cup this year because then nothing really goes on until like January. Yeah, December, January, kind of slowly starts to ramp up again. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anything else? No, that's it for me. Lots of action Ooh. this week. So, last last thing, the boys love the uh, love the music you had for the whole vlog. Yeah, thank you. A lot I, of comments. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It actually took me a hot minute to pick it because when it came to it, I was like blanking hard. I was like, damn, like a couple of the songs aren't on here. And then I was like, I don't want anything that's like swearing too much because like, I don't know, you know, PG family channel. Um, <laughs> but then, yeah, I was like, screw it. Why not? Why not go with some good old Mike? And um, yeah, so I appreciate all the love there. Adam, our boy from Club Doctor, he was one of the one of the guys to show, show some love. So always appreciate that. Dirty. All right. Well, um, yeah, enjoy the rest of your week. Maybe you get another couple whole vlogs going, you know, change the content up. We got to get the hats selling too. Anyone wants a hat, let us know. Doing uh one for fifty with a couple with a couple chips. So ball markers, so let us know. And yeah, we'll go from there. Yes, sir. We'll talk to you in a bit. Cheers.